also not going to the snow after all. Why? What happened? Um, so our client decided that we weren't going to be there today and decided we weren't going to be there on time when we were already there. And so told the guys in the warehouse that the delivery is going to be picked up tomorrow. Like we're here. That's what they told us. And so our dispatch calls their dispatch and they're like, oh, well, we told them tomorrow. Our load, our agreement, our literal, you know, rate con, or which is your rate confirmation, says today. Today. And so I look at it and they're like, well, we'll give you another $650, you know, take it tomorrow. No. So, no. No. So stupid. Right. Like, no. I'm not going to do that crap. And so... You know, they're like, well, that's that's what your choice is. I go, I'm sorry. Who owns this truck? I'm like, I guarantee you that's not what happened. So now we're got a load and we're going to be going running straight across to Jersey, which I'm not feeling bad about. You know, we're going to run across to Jersey. And, and yeah, it's not as it's not as profitable. But given the weather system that's moving in, it's also not us in, you know, negative degree weather yeah so oh yeah and that's the other thing is is dispatch okay so we we got rid of the idiot on our team but we, now we've got somebody who is geographically challenged because <laughs> from la i said take us east i said and this is what i said take us east new jersey pennsylvania um massachusetts right mm-hmm. all right and so he came back with one for North Dakota. I'm like, okay. What? That is- Though technically <laughs> that not- is east of a sorts. That is still- northeast. Yeah, very, like, very northeast. Yes. <laughs> so north, northeast is, is how that would be boxed. And for you to sit there and say that, I was like, no. And he's like, well, why? You know, it's, it's going to be... I said, we're going to show up there. We're going to now we're going to show up there and it's going to be ridiculous. It's and and it the uh, well, we're going to talk about the weather, so I don't want to get into it too much. But yeah, so now we're going to Jersey and then from Jersey, you're just going to have them get a load either going for a Monday or Tuesday delivery in California or Texas for a Monday delivery. And we'll just try to LTL stack it up. So but yeah, and uh, it's going to be fun. But did you listen to the podcast yesterday? Oh, yeah, of course you did. You I'm edited editing it. it. Yeah. Yes, I listened. It sounds so good. I can't even believe it. I'm actually embarrassed. Please, nobody listen to anything before this oh. week. Like, it didn't happen. So, and with that said, welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time from two people with two completely different backgrounds. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. What do we have today for our afternoon dive? Well, I'm going to start off with some relationship-related Reddit posts. Nice. So I've got one from Relationship Advice and two from Am I the A-Hole. Okay. So we'll start with um, one of them from Am I the A-Hole. It's from A Throwaway, and it's titled, Am I the A-Hole for Refusing to Lie to My Niece About Why She Is Not Allowed to Come Skiing With Me? So I... Female 29, have a brother, Hugo, male 31, 
When Hugo was 19, he got his then-girlfriend, Amy, pregnant. They had their daughter, Ashley, who is now 11, and later got married and had a baby boy, who is now 4. Over the years, I've become close to Ashley. When I'm home, I live abroad. I take her out to shows, go shopping, horse riding, etc., and we also keep in contact via text. She's bright and thoughtful, just a pleasure to have around. Amy has never liked me, but has mostly put this aside for Ashley. Me and my boyfriend are visiting my family for Christmas and then are leaving to go skiing. We arranged for Ashley to come skiing and stay with us for New Year's. Amy wasn't keen on this idea, but relented because Ashley was excited to learn how to ski, as all her school friends do. I took my boyfriend's car to pick Ashley up from school on Friday, and she was excited because it's a sports car, and I let her friends sit in it and take pictures. At dinner, she asked if I would drive her to and chaperone her and her friends going ice skating on Tuesday in town. Hugo said I probably didn't want to look after a bunch of kids and Amy had already planned to chaperone. Ashley ignored him and begged me to chaperone. I didn't really mind, but Amy looked annoyed, so I said I wouldn't want to mess with the established plan. Ashley kept pushing and said she didn't want Amy to come because Amy dressed badly and was never fun and embarrassed her. Hugo told her to apologize, which she did, but she also kept insisting that it was true. Amy got teary and Hugo kept telling Ashley she'd upset her mother, but this just made Ashley angrier and she dug her heels in. Because of this, she was told she was not allowed to go ice skating and it is now not sp- and she is now not speaking to Amy. Yesterday, Amy and Hugo came to me and said they didn't want Ashley to come skiing anymore. Amy feels like Ashley needs to spend more time with her family and Hugo was supporting her. They asked if I would tell Ashley that me and, boy- and my boyfriend had changed our plans and wouldn't be going on the trip anymore. I asked why, and they said if they told Ashley the truth, that she would blame Amy and that that would defeat the point of her trying to build a bridge with Ashley. I said I understand that, but I didn't feel right lying to Ashley, and if her parents had made the decision, they need to deal with the consequences and not push it into me. Amy said if I cared about Ashley, I would realize it's best for me to fall on my sword rather than alienate her further from her mother. I said no again, but Hugo said we should all take until Wednesday to think about it. Ashley is still being very standoffish to her mother, and I know if she finds out her mother canceled the ski trip, it will get worse. So now I'm wondering if I should go along with Amy's plan. I just want what's best for Ashley. Am I the asshole? And then they did add an edit to add some background to Amy and Ashley's relationship. Okay. A lot of it comes from Amy trying very hard to be Ashley's friend. Amy was young when she had Ashley, and she was quite isolated caring for her while Hugo worked and went to uni. He was cut off by our parents at that time. She threw all her efforts into being a mom and being as close to Ashley as humanly possible. Ashley was explain- has explained to me that this has become very suffocating to her. She is trying to forge her own circle, and she feels like Amy insists on being part of it, while also refusing to engage with her on her level. The second part is that my parents pay for Ashley to attend a very prestigious private school. Hugo and Amy are nowhere near as affluent as the other families, and Ashley feels a bit left out. It's part of the reason I have chipped in for some of her extracurricular activities. But the fact is, she doesn't always feel like she fits in, which is hard for her. Her school is full of non-working, Range Rover, Birkin mothers who are either cool or absent, and Amy is neither. She's involved, but Ashley finds her stifling and doesn't want her involved in her social life. It's also my opinion that Ashley is trying to get some emotional space from her mother only the only way she knows how, by making her not want to spend time with her. Amy doesn't respond to her request, so I think she's just report- resorting to being mean to her, which obviously isn't okay. And since this is being asked a lot, Ashley and I have talked since the dinner, and she knows I think she should ha- shouldn't have said what she said, and we did talk about it. Even she said she shouldn't have said what she said, and... Did I go into telling her that she's entitled, spoiled, to throw the kitchen sink at her? No. But she knows, I think, that she was wrong, and she agrees. So that was the edit. Okay. 
so just I just think that it, no matter what, it sounds like they have a very good solid bond, mm-hmm. and she's eleven and is you know emotionally mature enough to know that what she said was rude. Then I feel like Opie's opinion on her trying to purposely make Ashley hate her. Her name is Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get Amy to hate her right. is it's it's a conscious decision. Yeah, it it's. I don't. I don't. And this is this is the problem. It doesn't even fall into the world of manipulative. It because you. It just sounds like she's just trying to be that one up. Yeah. You know, not 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 trying to. Not not even worrying about the peace between it or what the repercussions are between that relationship. Just I want to be the better type situation. Which. Yeah, <laughs> the answer is yes. I mean. It's it's a hard one. It's it's kind of one of those ones where, honestly, you need the other side of the story. Why I, do you think that? It's it's whether or not OP is the asshole. I don't think OP is the no, asshole for I not wanting to lie. No, I don't think OP is, but I want to hear. I don't know. I I really don't. It it kind of hits really close to home in a lot of ways, and so it makes things a little. I don't know. I genuinely don't. I I really don't think no matter what other tidbits could be added to it i don't think anything changes that op isn't the asshole because op op doesn't want to lie that's what it's coming down to are they the asshole for not wanting to lie about the ski trip they the parents want him to lie no, or I, her. yeah and, and i and i agree no that to, to that end i just okay so 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 picture this you're the parents and you're now the kid's not the asshole because the kid wants the space right uh-huh. Kid wants space for mom. I understand that. We all get to that place, or most people get to that place. You're not one of those people, but most people get to that place where <laughs> I'm kidding. Most people get to that place where they they want to build that space, so they build that independence. But how do you feel as a parent if it's because they want to go and spend time with somebody else because they have more stuff than you, cars better, fashions better? You know what I mean? Like I'm strongly still do not care that. OP is not an asshole for not wanting to lie. That's literally no, what they're asking. Okay. For for wanting to lie, no, but there's more to it than just than just the question. So for the question, no. But for the no, sake of the, the question, question. Okay. that's what they're asking. For the asking sake of the asshole. question, no. OP is not an asshole. There's other things in there that I think were wrong decisions, but no. OP, you are not the a-hole. Period. Okay. I'll I'll leave it at that for the semantics. Okay? <laughs> what what other decisions do you think they made that were wrong? Well, I just there there comes a point where it's like okay, I get it that kids want to spend time alone with their parents. I mean, want to build time and build relationships outside of their parents. But I just feel like the way that Ashley's the kid, Amy's the mom. I feel like the way that Ashley is pushing herself away from her mom for that independence is just not the right way to do it. Is it OP? No, but I feel like there's just more there. Okay. That's, that's all. I can just leave it at that. And obviously we can disagree on that one. It's okay. We're, We're not allowed disagreeing to. though. That's I agree with you that OP is not the a-hole. Okay. So there it is, but there's, there's more factors at play. What's the next one? <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one is also from a throwaway um, okay. and it's am i the a-hole for telling my fiance that his daughter is manipulating him so this one's this one's got a little bit of Ooh, this okay. one, this one's hard because 
this one there is a big factor in it so okay my fiance is a single dad to summer who is 15 summer has an autoimmune disease and her mom isn't in the picture her dad spoils her rotten because of this if dinner's already done but summer wants something else he orders it for her because quote she gets cravings unquote she doesn't do any chores around the house, and I'm not allowed to ask her for help with anything. If she's being a brat, he excuses it because, quote, her medicine causes mood swings, unquote, and she can demand all of his attention whenever she wants. Summer goes to one of those year-round schools, so instead of a three-month summer break, they get, like, a month in the summer, and they split the other two months up throughout the rest of the year. I had that okay. in elementary school. Isn't because that called, just called year-round, right? Yeah, that's what, yeah okay. one of those year-round schools. Okay. Because of this, she has a four-week winter break. Summer was supposed to spend the first week of winter break on vacation with her friend and her mom. It was okay at first. I enjoyed spending the time with my fiancé without her interrupting us every ten minutes, but she still called when she woke up, before she went to bed, and every few hours in between. She constantly complained that she missed him. This was the first time she's been away from him since her mom left. On day four, we got a call from her friend's mom. Summer wasn't feeling well and wanted to come home. I answered the phone first, the first time, and I asked the mom if she had a fever, was throwing up, or was actually sick. The mom said no fever or vomiting, but she's tired and says she wants to come home. I told her to tell Summer to stick it out and call us if she actually gets sick. Summer decided to call her dad, say she didn't feel good, and that I said she couldn't come home. He didn't even give me a chance to explain myself before kicking me out of the house and starting the four-hour drive to the friend's cabin. When they got home, he told me he needs to rethink our relationship. I told him Summer is manipulating him now, like she always does, and listed examples of her using her illness to get what she wants with her dad. He, d he told me not to contact him for the next few weeks while he thinks about if he really wants to marry me and hasn't spoken to me since. Am I the asshole for saying Summer is manipulative? <sighs> yeah, this one this one's interesting. Um okay. <laughs> it could be yes, it could be no. I mean, this is <sighs> Give me a sec. Give me give me a, give me a sec. Why don't you go first? So, I I think there are points in this that point to a jealousy factor in OP. The fact that there, there's literally I. It is is one of those things where I cannot give a yes or a no because the fact that summer is fifteen is the first big thing in my head. I that one mm -hmm. fifteen years old. That's that's older. That is to the point of figuring your own life out and starting to you know grow into your own person and learning how to be you know older and learn to get to that point to being an adult. If this is, you know, she, she's been doing things like this for forever. The little things, those bugged me. Those, I hate when people use anything. And I understand an autoimmune disease is, that's hard. Mm -hmm. That is a life debilitating, crazy, every day is going to be different kind of thing. And I understand that. And there's no part of me. I had friends that had autoimmune diseases. I had this one friend, her name was Emma. And she would be gone from school for months at a time with no contact yeah. with anybody because of what, I, and she didn't want to talk about it. So I have no idea what it was. But there would be times that she would come to school and she would just be, she would not be herself. And she'd be miserable. And there'd be other times when she'd come to school and she'd be super hyper and happy and fine. Like she was having an up day or up week. And it was great. And then, but those times that it was down, it was awful. And I understand that things like that, they are debilitating. There are going to be hard days. And I can understand there's going to be hard days, maybe even a hard week. But for it to be a constant thing, if that's what it is, that bugs me. 
to be able to go, oh, you know, I know you and I understand you made dinner and everything, but I don't like what you made and I'm having a craving. That's different. I don't like that. That is that's not okay. Do you have to learn how to eat the things that are there because it's already been made and went through all the work making it? That that kind of bugs me. And little things like that, that that would get on my nerves. Not having any chores, that would get on my nerves. You're still a human being living in this house. You still should have responsibilities. If she's going to school, like, we don't know anything about that. If she's going to school, you know, every day, all the time, you know, everything's, you know, great. I We, we don't know how, you know her relationship with school is Mm -hmm. if she's staying home all the time because she doesn't feel good i feel like there's there's something that needs to be decided there if she's not and she's going to school all the time and then she went on this break and went on this trip and then suddenly she didn't feel good that's where i want to know i want to know more to it how she acts on a day-to-day basis how her relationship with just existing as a human being in this society is what's the severity of her autoimmune disease yeah honestly i mean because look it's i've known people throughout the years that have that have AIDS that have HIV, you know, mm-hmm. and, and depending on who they are, it affects them differently. Um, I, I had one friend, his name was Richard and that guy was a powerhouse of a worker, but you know, every so often he just called me and say, Hey, I, I can't get up today, you know? And it was like, yeah. okay. And then, um, I knew another friend, um, and his, his name, was <laughs> um, his name was Stevie and, and Stevie was, he was constantly just weak. Like Stevie wasn't one of those guys that took care of himself in any way, shape or form. And, and, you know, and where, and then there was Jen and Jen contracted it, never left, uh, contracted, uh, HIV and AIDS, never left the hospital or T cell count went to zero. She caught pneumonia and passed away. So when it comes to autoimmune diseases, you know, there's varying degrees depending on what it is. And, and if it's one of those that if, if I'm dad and my daughter would normally just not say anything and not eat anything and then says, hey, you know, that's what you're making. Maybe rather than my daughter being Ugh, that smells like shit to me is like, hey, I, I kind of got a craving for this. And I as a dad saying, hey, I know what her other option is. She's just not going to eat. And that's not good for her autoimmune disease. Those are the factors that I take into it, you know, and but yeah, at at 15, there needs to be that level of independence. But I've got, you know, one's about to turn 14 and would spend every waking moment with me if she could. But at the same time, she's building her own independence. She really is. And I don't know. So. I, I, I think that. And then it comes down to, okay, and see, here's where, where it is. Well, l- let's ask, do you think OP's the, a- the a-hole? You. I never finished. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, so do you? I, literally, I was getting there. Okay. <laughs> I was saying that not having not having the, any level of independence at 15, there's, there's a problem there. I don't know any of the other factors. I don't know. There, there, I want to know the relationship with school and everything like that because I want to know I want to know what went into it being okay for her to go. If there is something that is so debilitating and was there ever the, are you sure you want to go? Are you sure you want to go? Are you sure you want to go? Because if you go, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pick you up. I'm not going to bring you home. You need to be ready for that because that's the kind of stuff that my parents did. I was terrified of doing anything at all forever and ever and ever when I was a kid. And we were coming up on that, you know, 
sixth grade end of the year field trip Mm -hmm. and you know you have to sign up for those things at the beginning of your sixth grade year and at the beginning of my sixth grade year i mean all throughout fifth grade it was are you are you going to want to take this trip because every time that this you know the sixth graders would come back and that last week of school they would be there and everybody would be so like oh man it was so fun i had a great time you know you guys definitely should do it next year and Mm -hmm. you know going through that school and constantly hearing about it and being like yeah i i i want to have that fun like okay but you're going to be gone for four days and three nights and i never spent the night at my friend's house because i was scared of being i just i was a terrified kid it was uh, had to do with me and my emetophobia but no matter what i i didn't stay the night at friend's house mm-hmm. i would say i want to and all the time no matter what i would end up calling and want to come back home and so it was are you sure are you sure are you sure if we start paying for it we are not going to pick you up you do not get to back out of this you do not have that option and that you know, exit's not there for you. Yeah. yeah and so, I get that. you know, time got closer and I was getting more and more anxious, but it was like, okay, no, I, I have to go. I have to do this. I, it's it's going to be fine. And I went and we got the opportunities. I, I didn't have a phone yet. Mm-hmm. And so it was, you know, we, we went and we had the opportunity to pay, you know, on those pay phones that we had to call back home mm-hmm. and talk to our parents at one time every day. They were very strict about, you know, we had a schedule, all the plans that they had and all the things they were going to show us while we were on that trip. Cause the whole nature thing, it, we didn't have the opportunity to, you know, just do whatever we wanted and call people and wander. Like we didn't, it wasn't kind of field trip that it was. So we had a 30 minute period before, you know, going to bed or it's like you had the opportunity to spend that time to shower and do all the other crap and, call your parents if you wanted to and I called them and they were like are you having fun and I broke down in tears and freaked out and they were like but you know we're not gonna come pick you up and I was like I know you're not gonna come pick me up but I'm still terrified (laughs) they made us go on this walk in the dark and we had to walk back alone and I was terrified I was gonna get attacked by a bear because they warned us and they're like you know they're just kidding with you and I was like no there's actually bears out here and I, I was terrified but I had fun because mm-hmm. I wanted to go. They would have not picked me up. But there was so much, you know, talk and talk and talk. Are you sure? Are you sure? So, and that was just me because I have anxiety and emetophobia. Yeah. So if this girl has an autoimmune disease and she has not left the house at all and gone on any kinds of trips, spent the night at anybody's houses, done anything like that, and suddenly she was just going to go on this two-week fi- or two-week vacation yeah. with a friend, I, I really feel like that's, that is an issue. If that's the problem, then there's a different issue that, yeah, the dad is not being a responsible parent because there should have been talks. Are you sure you want to do this? I know I know you don't want to let your autoimmune disease hold you back and things like that, but, you know, you're going to be four and a half hours away. I can't drop everything I'm going to do. Like, did he have that conversation? Because if he didn't, let her go and then let her call and he immediately made that drive to go pick her up, mm-hmm. then there's there's a toxic relationship that's building between the two of them because that means that she's always going to be like that. There's never going to be a time where she going to learn to build herself up stick up for herself stick anything out do anything like that or work through any of her problems because she knows oh well daddy's gonna come pick me up daddy's gonna come solve my issues daddy's gonna come do this for me if i can't handle it so on that aspect of things that's where i need to know where the severity of her depending on her dad is and the severity of her disease because if it is something that she is constantly weak why was she allowed to go without him or allowed to go anyways? Mm-hmm. Why was it going to be a decision that it was going to be a two-week thing? Why didn't he go, okay, well, you can go for the first few days or I'll drive you out there and we'll stay there for a couple of days and you can hang out with her and then we'll go back. Like, why was there no more than just, oh, yeah, sure, you can go there for two weeks and just, you know, 
hope that it works out like that's where that's where i need that extra information because that's sus to me that's right. really weird but as as the dad wouldn't you be like hey you know yeah we're gonna go for two weeks because this is the opportunity that, that you know presented itself yeah but if it, it was my daughter and it was an opportunity that presented itself i would have that backup plan in place so that i wasn't alienating anybody you know the thing is is like I've said it before talking about when you're when you decide to become a parent, that's your sacrifice and that's that's where you're going to be. But you have to have realistic expectations to mitigate. Yeah. So like, you know, like Lily, Lily and Tabby are number one. They're they're That's it. They're, they're number one in my life. But at the same time. You know, being number one doesn't mean that they get to just drop my whole world every time they want on a whim. So yeah. they're so yeah. But huh. so when it comes down to it, I feel like for the question being asked, mm-hmm. yes, you are the asshole for just straight out in an argument saying that your his daughter is manipulative and he's been she's been manipulating him and all this other stuff yeah. because that the, to to if this has been building up over time and you haven't said a damn thing about it until the moment that it inconvenienced you so much so that you got so upset that that's the words that came out of your mouth mm-hmm. 100% you're an asshole if these haven't been conversations you've been having about hey we need to sit down and have a talk you want to marry me we're going to be together she's going to be my stepdaughter we need to have this conversation because it's been bo- bothering me if that's been a thing and he's just flat ignored it or shut it down or doesn't want to have a conversation about it and then this was a blow up because you've been like tired of it it built up so much that it was like wow we were spending time together you were excited to spend time together with me and then she called and I answered it because I'm going to be her stepmother and this is a you know decision that you know I made as a, about to be stepmother mm-hmm. and then you just dropped it and completely took back my words because you didn't like it then yeah that it, it's you know you you're it's an acceptable thing to say out of anger because that's you know the an argument that was brewing because you know your trust was betrayed but i don't that doesn't that's not what it sounds like it sounds like you haven't said anything about it mm-hmm. it sounds like you've just been watching it happen being silent about it and then just decided because it upset you because you're jealous that he's going to drop his world for for his daughter and not you it, it, that's what it sounds like it sounds like jealousy and ups, you're just upset mm-hmm. because you were finally excited to have some alone time with your your fiance and then she had to go and ruin it because her you know stupid autoimmune disease and she did she wasn't actually sick so why'd you have to go get her like that's what it sounds like <laughs> yeah and no. so that's and, what you know and it, that's exactly but it. i don't ever want to just straight out be like wow you're an asshole for that because if there was a conversation and you guys have talked about this before and this is you know she is you know, rude there's about no additional it. Editor yeah. Anything on the no, post? there's nothing. Okay. So yeah, I, here's you, you're, and not only that, how old is his daughter now? 15. Okay. So 15. So three years, she's an adult. Yeah. And three years, she's probably going to be out on her own anyways. And you know, if he's worth it to this point, isn't he worth it for like the three more years until you get to that place? But what if and she's not? That's but, why I well, wanted to but, say, but the question becomes, for his mind, right? Is this the prepping her to get out there? Because you don't just knock somebody into it. You don't just sit there yeah. and go, "Bam!" Now you're you're now you're all on your own. Good luck. You know you don't push them out of the nest. We're we're not birds. No. You know, and it's like we're not birds, and there's not a bunch of cats sitting at the bottom of the tree waiting for them to not be able to fly. We are hu- human beings, and our compassion is there in a different way. If you lost your mom, you know which. 
we don't even know what that relationship was. Well, I right? think yeah, I don't know what the relationship was, but it says it sounds like she she walked out on them. Right. So I mean, so the kids already got issues and and has one person in her life that she can lean on. I don't hear anything about any other kids or siblings. Yeah, no. And so this kid's got this one relationship and you're like, "Oh, well, that's not going to be a healthy relationship." Well, it can or it can't be. And yeah, there's things that He's not going to understand that I don't understand as a dad. I'm lucky. I have you. I have Bunny. I literally, you know, the girls come to me about something and I'm like, I'm going to go, go, don't go, don't, don't ask me. I am, I'm, I am man, go to them. But he doesn't have that, right? Or he hasn't had that. And, and it's like, and now he's, you're to a point where he, you're special enough in his life that he does want to marry you and he does want to spend the rest of his life with you, you know, um, but at the same time, there's a process. There, it's just, it's, that's the thing is like nothing ever just happens. Like you, when we first, when we first got together, politically, we were on different sides, dietary, dietary, we were on different sides, yeah. um, things that you believed. You didn't know that there was a difference between cleaning and sanitizing. Yeah. And, you well, know, I, I knew there was a difference, but I didn't know how to. Sure. use that difference. And I couldn't be around you for more than 30 seconds when you have an anxiety issue and start crying. First time at the truck stop at Iowa 80, I yeah. got up and left because I did not know how to deal with it, right? Yep. Like, you know, it, everything is a process. And, you know, now it's it's over three years later, and depending on the situation, it's like, hey, hey, I got you, I got you. Come on, I got five minutes. Let's go. And, you know, <laughs> I can handle this. And But now it's like, you know, 20 minutes and whatever it is that it's going to be is going to be there. You know, you political politically now are more central than yeah. than you were before. And, you know, it, it's things change and develop. And that's the way a relationships, all relationships work. The daughter's 15 she's going to get to that place where she's, you know, like the other, other one, she's going to be wanting more and more independence. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a matter of, you know, yeah, it kind of sucks. You, you feel like, Oh, she went to you, didn't get the answer she wanted and moved on. Yeah. You know, I get that. I, I get that. Cause my girls do that. And, and it's like, but at the same time, I, I don't necessarily feel like you're the a-hole for that. Because, but, but, you know, because you're being, hey, I'm not going to set precedent that this kid can get an answer from me and go to dad for a different answer. And that's going to work every time. But at the same time, in the context that you have it, no, I, I just, it, it's not right. You, 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 for what you've given us, yes, I, I'm, that's, that's the way I look at it. So, but anyway, <laughs> all right. So let's, 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 let's move on. Okay. So then this last one is just relationship advice from okay. also a throwaway. A lot okay. of people have wow. been making throwaways instead of just, you know, and you sucking know what? it up. I'm gonna be <laughs> no, I'm going to be honest. I actually appreciate those sometimes more because those are people who aren't looking for attention. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm building up my, my Reddit profile. I want attention. I want because those are the people who come in with the unpopular opinions that aren't unpopular opinions. You know, I just I don't think licorice is good. Unpopular opinion. Like most people don't like licorice, you yeah. know, I don't think pedophiles should be allowed to, to operate in society. That's kind of general because most people who's defending them, 
<laughs> anyway. Okay, right. so this one is titled My 30 Female Family is Taking Me or is Making Me Choose Between Them or My Boyfriend, who's 30 and male. So I've been dating my boyfriend, let's call him Charlie, for just over a year. My mother and I, who, my mother who is 65, uh, we're talking about Christmas and what our plans were. I had invited Charlie to Christmas last week, and I relayed this to my mother. Christmas is going to be hosted at my aunt's, my mother's sister. I was then informed by my mother that Charlie is not welcome at my aunt's for Christmas. There was an incident that happened in the summer, which my uh, mother and aunt found out about, and ever since then, my relationship with both has changed for the worst. Long story short, Charlie likes to leave sex or love bites and marks on my breasts, and he left quite a few, and they both saw and were disgusted, jumped to conclusions, and things have been extremely rocky since then. I attempted to defuse the situation at the time, but my mother was having none of it, and has been threatening to tell my father, who is also 65, ever since. My mother and aunt vehemently believe that I'm being abused and beaten, which is so far from the case. For the record, Charlie does not leave marks on me anymore. My aunt then went home and told her husband, who is my uncle, about what she saw, and and now he also hates Charlie. Charlie and his family already suspect that my family doesn't like him. Charlie's mother is constantly making comments about his lack of coming over to my house to build a relationship with my family, comments about me hanging out with one of my brother's and sister-in-law and not extending the invitation to Charlie. To be honest, Charlie's mother sticks her nose in our relationship and it is quite exhausting, but this is a completely different issue. My mother told me in September that no one in my immediate family likes Charlie, not for the reason above, but for other reasons. I am just feeling very hurt and upset about the whole situation. My mother proceeded to gaslight and manipulate me, this is how it came across to me at least, by telling me that this may be one of my father's last Christmases. He has had three mini strokes in the past year, has issues with his balance, memory, speech, this is going to sound bad, but he really is and and really is totally and completely fine. That none of my brothers, I have four, will ever treat him as a friend or family except for maybe when she is dead, and that Charlie is just a boyfriend and not my fiancé or husband. She also threw in that next year when I have my own place, I can do whatever I want, come to family functions if and when I feel like it, I can go no communication with everyone if I want to, etc. I was honestly just shocked and did not say anything. I have been trying really hard over the last six months to mend relationships, to fix things, to be more present at home. I was spending a lot of time at my boyfriend's house and with his family and have scaled back drastically. And for this to be dropped and me, uh, on me is just such a blow. The conversation ended with my mother giving me an ultimatum. Christmas at my aunt's without Charlie or Christmas with Charlie and his family. How am I supposed to sh- show my face at my aunt's house after this? How am I supposed to face Charlie's family? Do I go to Christmas at my aunt's house without Charlie by uninviting him? I just do not know what to do because either way, I disappoint someone very important to me and I end up very hurt or heartbroken. <sighs> okay. So... I'm going to I'm going to come at this from Charlie's perspective. Assuming that, you know, what you're saying is true. Charlie's not abusing you. It's just kink and fun little games and kink. I understand. And I'm just going to say this right now. Like. I, as Charlie, am not dating you. I mean, I'm not dating your family. I'm dating you. Right. I'm here in this relationship for you. I am in this relationship for you. Not your mom, not your aunt, quote unquote, yeah. not not anybody else's approval. I didn't ask for it. 
you know, how old is she? Uh, 30. You know? They're, her and her boyfriend, fiance, both whatever, 30, right? are both 30. Yeah. And her mother and no. her uh, father are 65. Mm-hmm. Okay. First off, fuck your mom. I'm just going to put that one right there. Because that is some ultra manipulative bullshit right there that just makes me want to drown your mom in like a bathtub with puppies so people will save the puppies. <laughs> okay? So, because that is manipulative oh your father probably doesn't have another you like your dad's probably got 10 more years shut up he's surviving strokes he's not dying for strokes he's mm-hmm. not succumbing to strokes okay i know that sounds horrible but i know people who have people in their families who have had multiple heart attacks multiple strokes multiple medical issues that rear their ugly head repeatedly and it's like and your mom set that guilt on you. So then now if something does happen to your dad, now you're going to feel like shit. But but here, as your boyfriend, I tell you, go to your aunt's. It's okay. You can disinvite me. Don't worry. You're not disinviting me. It's not you. You're not disinviting me from Christmas. Your bitch of a mom is disinviting me from Christmas. Your manipulative lying aunt is disinviting me from Christmas. Your these women hold you in so low regard that when you told them what it actually was, they ignored you and didn't believe you and decided to gossip it around to the rest of the family after telling you that if you know if they saw it again, they were going to say something, still went ahead and said something. And they're just utilizing all of this, "Oh, he's your boyfriend. He's not You're right. He's my boyfriend. He's the person I chose to be with." But I, as Charlie, I literally would tell you, what did I tell you? What did I, we, Kiki, we can go to this. What did I tell you the very first Christmas? I was like, go, go see your family. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Your mom didn't like me. Your mom doesn't like me. And I don't know where she's at now. And, and your quote unquote aunt, which is hilarious. Are we going to have an aunt situation pulled into this? Didn't like me either. Remember, she knew a bad guy when she saw one. She, you know, blah, blah. She's never, never been I wrong. I literally completely forgot that she said that. Yeah. And how that work out? Well, it's been three and a half years. And you ended up being the ones lying to who? Uh, them to yeah. me. So it's like, so, so here's the thing I is, tra- and, and I told you when all of this was just like still trying to take root somewhere, I was like, go see your family. Don't worry about it. I'm not going anywhere. Right. And it's like, and it's the same thing that I told, I told bunny when she wanted the relation, when she wanted to get to know you I said, dump me. I don't care. I'm not going anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm Charlie, I'm I'm with you to be with you. I'm not with you to get your family's approval. I don't give a damn about your family's approval. Okay, your family, like I, I'm just OP. I'm going to say this. Your family is choosing to be manipulative, lying, backstabbing, gossiping people. If you give them their way, they're going to be that. Continue to be that way. If you don't give them their way, they're going to talk shit about him and blame Charlie for how you're being. There's there is you have a zero win situation here with one exception. If your boyfriend is truly the person that it sounds like you're displaying him as if he is a person of integrity, if he's a person who's with you for you, if he's a person who's not 
affected by his gossipy mom that you were already talking about who wants her nose in everything, then don't worry because he's going to be there after, after Christmas. I would, I, I was, that's, that's it. You know? So if I'm you literally say, Hey baby, I'm going to go see them for this part of Christmas. Then I'm going to come over and see your family. You, if, if, if I'm you, I don't give anybody their full option. Your mom's sitting, you can either spend Christmas with us or spend Christmas with Charlie. No, I'm going to spend Christmas with both. If I can't do it at the same time, no problem. I'll come over and see you in the morning. And then around mid morning, I'm going to be like, all right, guys, I got to go. I got to go see Charlie's family and, and ghost. Bye. That's that's my advice to you. What's yours? Or oh, I I'm just was patiently waiting okay. because I uh, Opie had responded to a lot of comments. Okay, because a lot of people hopped in on this. Mm-hmm. Um, in generally the same idea as you, but also asking questions. Mm-hmm. Opie answered a lot of people's questions, okay. and somebody had compiled all of her answers. So read Opie's comments. One. He was two hours late meeting parents, and his excuse was video games and traffic. Two, he makes jokes at OP's expense around family. Three, he's rude in general at family gatherings. Four, he gives OP the silent treatment during fights. And five, she describes this 30-year-old man as, quote, capable of being mature, unquote. I guess just not around her family? What a fucking winner. No wonder OP wants to give up everything for this guy. Wait, was this in the original story? No, this is comments. Oh, okay. That so OP is, has said. This is additional information yeah, on top of it. Okay. This is in the comments. Okay. OP answered people's questions in the comments. Somebody compiled all of their answers wow. into things like that. Okay. And then he's all. So this is another one. So Charlie is 30 whole years old and he lives with his parents. He has been two hours late to dinner <sighs> with your parents because he was playing video games. He puts you down in front of your family, has left physical marks on you that your parents have been able to see and gives you the silent treatment when he's upset. And you think he's a great guy and don't get why your parents don't want okay. him there for Christmas. Your boyfriend sounds like the trash boyfriend people usually have between 17 and 22, to be honest. The ones we all grow up and look back on thinking, wow, why was I with this asshole? Do better OP and please don't neglect your family for this man. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that see now that's yeah it changes okay. everything. Everything. <laughs> that's why I was waiting. That's, see, what? You, that's the second time you set me up in the last couple of podcasts. Well, because on the first yeah. read, that's yeah. exactly how I no. felt too. Yeah, it, no, no. it is literally that's how it that's how it feels when you get okay. one side of the story. Mm-hmm. It just also proves it, it's a good way to prove that there's always multiple sides to a story. Right. And I hate when people just like take things. That's why we always do. There's a middle ground to everything. Mm-hmm. And in this reading the one side of the story it makes it very much seem like yeah your family is manipulative as shit but then you read what ops to say when actually digging for details about things and, and they're just trying to get her out of a mentally emotionally abusive relationship but that's possibly also a physically abusive relationship well yeah so we don't a, know we don't know about that but things right. like that when things like that happen it tends to be a lot of you know, there, there's a lot of manipulation that happens. Mm-hmm. And it's I've literally met people and seen people and read comments and stories from people that legitimately just think 
that you know even though they're in a, an abusive relationship they genuinely don't believe they are mm-hmm. because oh well it's okay because that's just him you know that's just how he is when he's angry and you know i can i can deal with it and i can handle it because i understand that he's just angry and he's still gonna be fine afterwards like that's how people think so we don't know if it's abusive or not it could just genuinely be like that's the only positive thing in their relationship that it really is just kink and that's why he does that but either way for right. him to be two hours late meeting her parents because of video games and traffic that's that was the first mm-hmm. that's the first biggest red flag that there's no world where I would be okay with that. How in the world do you be two whole hours late to a dinner because you were playing video games and oh the traffic was bad? It was a PUBG tournament. I, mean, I don't on. care. It like it's tournament. been a plan. I just I don't know. <laughs> no, so, no, no, I, I'm not defending him. It was a joke. And he's 30 <laughs> years old and still lives with his parents. Right. And literally that was the other thing. Well, they're just roommates. Has zero plans on moving out. She mentioned in a comment that she's wait that he's waiting for her place to be built. So sounds like he's not even contributing and planning to leech off of her. Wow. So yeah, he's a total loser. <sighs> okay, total yeah, no, loser. See, yeah, now now I'm. So I'm now lying. I want to know from like I would be curious to hear from the mother's side mm-hmm. because I you know it could it, this is we're always again the middle ground. It's entirely possible, but both sides of it are 100 percent true. He could yeah. be a complete and total asshole. The family doesn't like him, but instead of going about it being like, hey, honey, sweetie, you're in an abusive relationship. This is all stuff that we don't like. He's been horrible to you, mean to you. These are the things he's done to you. These are all the things that we've seen and have seen the way that you've changed and the way that he treats you. Mm-hmm. And we don't like that. And they instead could be like, wow, love bites. He's abusive. Don't like him. And that's like the only way that that's they know how to communicate, right. which is still not like that's not the right you're, way to go def- about it. You're defending him like somebody who's never been in a relationship. Yeah. Is really what it comes down to. And then obviously more information comes out in the comments as you're you're answering yeah. questions. And it's like, mm, OK, now I don't know how second. much I trust your story. Right. It's like. Okay, I'll even accept that he's just giving you hickeys. I'll accept that yeah. he's not abusing you physically, but he's also not contributing, building the relationship. He's not. It, and you know what? Like, seriously, why? Why? Uh, why? Why? Or why? Why? Why would you look if somebody is 30 plus years old living with any family member and you know, it's not a genuinely like lost things because some horrible thing. My happened. business closed down. Yeah. I had a company for you know for twenty or ten years, and not my actively my going company. out, getting jobs, finding mm-hmm. things. Like there, there's a there's a very big difference between hey, I had a really big fall out with all these things. Yep. A bunch of things fell through, and now I'm stuck here. I'm gonna spend this next you know week just kind of partying, having a good old time, and then I'm gonna get on my feet, and I'm gonna you know get back into it because it's gonna be a grind. Like there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. So. I, there, it's it's very clear through the comments and the answers that OP were giving that there is none of that. He's yeah. literally waiting for her house to be built and for all the things that she's building up for herself to be done so that he can just mosey on in and get all comfortable and then be taken care of. We've met people that have had the exact same situation mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> so it's yeah. just, it, it's really weird. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand the taking care of mentality when it's not being in any way shape or form reciprocated because it's the same thing between us like you take care of me you're the primary mm-hmm. caregiver in our relationship mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that i don't ever take care of you that's right. literally I'm there's just no good at letting you take care yeah, of me yeah no you fight me about I, it I, whatever yeah and like i just <laughs> Yeah. It still happens, even if it's in the little things, like me asking you, because, you know, we joked yeah. about it, how you literally are about to be drinking red wine every day, because yep. so, it's good for you, yep. and I was like, have you had your red wine? Because <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so it's just little things like that, even. Oh, you haven't drank enough water today, let me go get you a cup of water, anything like that. I know mm-hmm. you're sitting there waiting, because you want to correct me, because I said it again. 
No, you're fine. <laughs> and so just fine. just little things like that. You know, it's just, there's it's being reciprocated. Right. The no, the it, love that you're giving me is not going empty handed back. A, a it's, symbiotic relationship yeah. versus a parasitic relationship. Yeah, and, and he's and definitely Yeah, now that nothing. now that you've explained more of it and OP has explained more of it, you're in a parasitic relationship with a thirty year old man child. Who didn't? Who was late because he didn't want a Mickey video game? You know, <laughs> uh, it's like, no, come on, man. He, like, dude, just don't. You don't participate in this tournament. It's okay. It's not like you're making a living at it. You know, he's he's an up and coming Twitch streamer with a hundred subscribers. You know, type situation. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, really? Yeah, I'll give him a dollar a month on Patreon. Oh, wow, that's amazing. What does he do with all that moolah? <laughs> this this was a good. I'm sorry. This little comment stream yeah, was go a ahead. good good point out and joke and so this person said your place is under construction so why does charlie live at home and then op said lack of housing affordability in the city we live in and so then somebody else commented respond to that said so he's broke and a total asshole that rough sex must be really good Uh, and then somebody responded to that and said if you're both living at your parents if you're if you're both living at your respective parents' houses, where is the rough sex occurring? Do you think that might have something to do with why they don't like him? And that is a good point. I didn't even think about that. If this rough sex is happening and they both live at parents' houses, that that <laughs> some tells me. <laughs> I assume somebody's paying for a hotel. No, nope. no, no. Yeah, so I there might be a, you know a what? lot yeah, more. No, I'll tell you right now, I'm, and I've made it very clear that if I hear anybody banging my anyone's in this house, <laughs> there's gonna be issues. You know, but yeah, okay. Yeah. <sighs> so there's a lot more to it that I want to know about, and I want to hear, and I'd be very curious to hear both families' perspectives mm-hmm. because it sounds like just. From everything that we've gathered today, from my conclusion on this, is that it sounds like the same, the almost, like, word for word, the exact same situation as the same person. I've already talked about her and everything, but, you know, we don't need to, don't need to go back into details. But she had a relationship with the guy. Mm-hmm. His parents loved him. His parents loved his girlfriend. His parents thought, oh, my goodness, you're like the best match ever for, for my, my son. Oh, my goodness. You, you died, you're totally endgame. It's going to be perfect and amazing because the parents know, oh, my little baby is so stupid and he's not going to be able to get anybody <laughs> else. So this is we have to play this up as much as we can because, mm-hmm. you know, if we if, if he lets this one go, he may never get another one. He's Boy, already she 30. Got play. Shut up. She got a pulse. Uh-huh. Shut up. So, She's going to get you out of here. Shut up. <laughs> so that's what it sounds like. Parents know that their son is never going to get anybody Mm -hmm. else and she's already got a place she's got a job she's got all her life going for her and he is leeching off of her and they want to kick him out because they're tired of him leeching off of them so they're just going to sit there and be like we love you we don't understand why your family doesn't like him we just want to we want to point out some things and you know we just really want him to get out of our house so (laughs) you know if you could just you know bring him over to your Christmas we you know it'd be great we'll be okay and then the other family (laughs) so the other family on her side is like like, okay, so our daughter's got a boyfriend. This is great. And then they meet him, or they try to meet him, and he's fucking two hours late. And they go, wow, that's a bad first impression. Why were you two hours late? Oh, man, I, I got I lost track of time when I was playing <laughs> video games. And then, you know, the traffic was so bad. And so, I, dragon. and so I just, you know, it took so long for me to get here. I'm so sorry. You mm-hmm. know, it won't happen again. 
Clint. And then they hang out and he's like, man, I'm making these deprecating jokes about his girlfriend in front of her. And they're like, what the fuck is going on here that you're just okay with this? And then she's like, no, no, he's a good guy. It's just, it was a bad time. Let's invite him over to this thing. And then they do. And he continues to be like that and continues Mm -hmm. to be a little bitch and just continues to completely degrade their own daughter in front of them, whether (sighs) it's a kink or not, it doesn't matter. It's in front of her, in front of all of the family. And then they're coming and sleeping over at their house. And then you hear any rough sex going on and they're like, wow, this is not okay. And you know, they're too awkward because they're 65. I cannot Mm -hmm. imagine uh, 65 is already back in the times where, yeah, that wasn't really, nobody was really, open and honest about all of that stuff and so they're you know uncomfortable talking about it their daughter is 30 years old and they feel like she should understand and know what the fuck she's doing and not to be doing that stuff and under their roof in their house and then they you know yep. for whatever reason she was up and maybe she's just wearing a low-cut shirt and saw you know marks and bruises and they were like oh my god it's really is that's what they're doing this is what's happening but they don't want to talk about it and go hey we don't like it. listen to y'all fuck like apes in your fucking room could y'all tone it down a bit and so instead mm-hmm. they were like he's abusing you because that's the only way that they know how to do it because they're sexually repressed and so they made a big deal about how horrible he was in that side and then was like we don't want him at you know any of our family events because every time that he's over all he does is talk down on you and make you feel like shit and you just brush it off like it's nothing and it's not okay and we don't like it so either you get to come over and spend time with us and have a good old time without him or you're just not going to be welcome and she took it as wow you're being manipulative and then is now posting on reddit because she doesn't see that he's a horrible boyfriend with a horrible past and everything that he is just letting you know he's playing it down and so she's like hey i can't get any better i'm already 30 i gotta settle down somewhere and then that's you know where she's she's stuck she's just chilling here in this relationship because she doesn't think she can get any better and doesn't see the issue with any of it because you know if she likes taking care of him and she likes this relationship that she's got going on because the, the sex is good and she doesn't want to let that go so that's where she's gonna and, end it and hey if Almost. she's having a place built for her maybe she just wants a boy toy and, and and that you know what maybe that's fine but at the same time right. family events aren't the place for that no no, <laughs> Just... no no now that it's said it's like you're gonna spend christmas with your family yeah Shh, and, and let that be done so that's literally no matter what side of it no matter who's manipulative mm-hmm. no matter what the boyfriend situation is she needs to spend time with her family and yep. she needs to spend time with her family alone and have that you know, pure and just everything I, I said about him being chivalrous in any kind of way, shape, or form, uh, yeah, you can no. just throw that out the window. Yeet. He's not a man; he's a man baby. Yeah. So, so yeah. you know, spend time with your family. Spend mm-hmm. time without him. And if he gets so butt hurt that he's gonna break up with you because how dare you want to invite him? <laughs> then oh no, I guess then we're breaking up. Because it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. You already have everything that you need to have. You're having your house built for you. You have a job. You have a family that is very clearly on your side. Mm -hmm. And you do not need to throw it all away for him because he's going to break up with you. What are you going to miss out on? Now you (laughs) hear the total different dynamic mentality of what her family is saying, how they're saying it. Yeah. You know, look, you can come. We don't want him here. Like that now all of a sudden that's the tone you're hearing. Yeah. Not you can come, but he can't come. You yeah. Know? No, that's now not what it is at all. No, you please come and keep the cancer away from here. <laughs> we, we, we don't need the tumors. You know, I don't need the stress on your dad who's already had three strokes. Yeah, because that can only imagine. Now that brings that side of it. This is going to be his last Christmas is possibly one of his last Christmases. Right. And he doesn't want to spend it beating the shit out of your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly or wanting to yeah so, so calling guys know. like me over <laughs> so, yeah. at 1-800 slap a bitch <laughs> 
<laughs> and with that said, looking at our time, oh, thank you so much for joining us. Tomorrow we're really excited. We got a couple of really solid uh, podcasts coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you can join us tomorrow, we're, we're really looking forward to it. We're going to talk about the weather. We're going to talk about pirates. We're going to talk about prepping. I mean, literally, it's, it's uh, yeah, a lot going to be going on tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited about it. And until then... Thank you for joining us on Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. Where we're reminding you that that which does not kill you is probably at home doing its taxes. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.